Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Aren't moss-covered bricks so pretty in the rainy season? Until you slip on one and fall on your tailbone, like I did today. I got a delinquent speeding ticket that is now $666, the sign of the devil. (laughs) I'm a speed demon, but geez. Geez. The IRS sent me an important piece of mail that I had to sign for. Unbeknownst to me, it's been sitting at the post office for three weeks. I drove through a rainbow the other day, through it. If that isn't a good omen... I give up. Have such a good day. Oh, hello, and welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants desperately, I mean, more than anything, (laughs) for you to have a good day. Maybe you're already having a good day, and we're just going to make it all that much sweeter. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our pod. Our cute little pod. It's like it's like it's like pandemic, but you know, global. Yeah, we were the original. Well, the pod pandemic is also global. Before the pandemic pod, <laughs> it's a it's a safe pod that is global. It's very much a safe space. <laughs> we will not make you sick. I promise. Exactly, and you know, we're here to kind of hopefully entertain you with life's trials and tribulations. Maybe you'll walk away feeling happier and chuckle a little bit. That's yeah. kind of the point. Yes, we are not medical professionals, but boy, do we have a lot of tribulations. So let's we all sure get do. in this boat together and see what happens. Do people even use that word anymore? I mean, I, I never hear that word. Tribulations? Yeah. I mean, trials and tribulations I read. I know sure. what it means. But yeah, I don't I don't drop that phrase all that often. I think that there was a lyric in LCD Sound System in one of his songs tribulations oh, i yeah. think that was like the name of one of his songs i think it is tribulations yeah. and it was a great song i used to love oh my god when we when we first lived in santa monica way back when sarah that was like the album one of that that one album i can't remember the name of it but i used to listen to that like on repeat yeah it was I'm losing it, my edge. losing my edge was was sort of the <laughs> radio so hit in fact i remember specifically you and me and mark fahey and i don't know like a couple other people i don't Totally remember who else was there, but we went to see LCD at the oh, World yeah. Turn. Mm-hmm. And it was early days. For anybody who's not familiar with, it's really a guy, but, you know, it, it's when they do live shows, it's, you know, a band. Mm-hmm. And almost like a jam band type of thing where yeah, the songs go on band. really long and lots of dancing. And we had gone 
and we danced our asses off. It was like a school night. I mean, we were working, but you know what I mean? It was a week, mm -hmm. week night and it was so much fun. And I remember being so like, this fun. was like, it was like a, like a religious experience. I've seen LCD sound system a couple times since then. Mm -hmm. It was never as good as that first time. Cause I was nope. like, yeah, they're kind of doing the same set again. Like this is fun. And people are like losing their minds, but yeah, that was, it, it's one of, one of my favorite memories from the early days of Los Angeles. I know, me too. And James Murphy is like the lead James singer. James Murphy. And, and he's, him. wow, so brilliant. I always wanted to meet that guy. But yeah, the band was comprised of so many people. It was almost like overwhelming. Like they had like someone in the back doing a triangle and then like whatever, like all right. these different percussion. Uh, but yeah, that was, wow, those are the days, seriously. Yeah. So, so when will we ever days. go to a concert again, Sarah? That was, in fact, I know when it was. It was 2005. Oh, I wow. had gone through it. Well, I remember it well because I had gone through a pretty like hard breakup not mm -hmm. that long before. So I was in this sort of weird point in my life. And I, I've mentioned on the show in the past that I'm not really the a concert person. Yeah. I'm never the one who's like rallying the troops. Like I'm going to buy five tickets and you guys pay me back and we're all going to go. But you had done that. And it was like, Sarah, you should come. And I was like, eh, I don't want to. I was I that guy everybody. back then. You were. And I went and I was like, I remember during the show, you know, and dancing and just being like, we're crazy, you know, like having so <laughs> much fun. It was good energy and being like, you know what? I'm going to be okay. I've been like really sad lately, but I'm like super happy right now. And I remember happiness again. I love that. So it, That's a good it, memory. It, it, yeah, it sticks in my mind pretty, pretty Sometimes uh, you have vividly. to like force yourself out into the world. Like as much as you want to just sort of like dwell in stuff and sort of yeah. feel, be at home. Like it's just to force yourself out of your comfort zone can be really hard sometimes, but it really oh, makes man. a huge difference. And that moment where you're like, oh, I'm joyful. Yeah, I, I'm I still capable this of this. Yeah, I've yeah. been wallowing for a bit now, but mm -hmm. it's like I didn't lose my joy. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to, you know, water it a little bit. You have to drudge it up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Heather, I don't know how your week has been, but this is, it's sort of my least favorite and most favorite time of the year for a couple different reasons. Least favorite just because it's like we're still in that, I mean, we're into February now, so, you mm -hmm. know, happy Valentine's Day coming up, everybody. But, but, uh, but it's a little bit like, all right, still cold outside. Got mm -hmm. a solid month and a half or so until things start blooming again. It's really and the groundhog April. said it's going to be a longer winter, which is oh, always a huge disappointment. <laughs> I mean, when when at the beginning of April are we like cool? It's summer, but uh, yeah, it's that's sort of it's kind of it's the funniest it's just, tradition. It's a little bit of a slog this time of year. It's just it is. It just is sort of. Eh, I don't know. I agree. February, I'm whatever. You. If your birthday's in February, then it's fun. But, uh, well, I don't know. It depends on what you're doing. But, yeah. But that's kind of that. That's one side of the spectrum. But the other side of the spectrum that I always love is award season. Woo Yay! So I'm talking about. I mean, the Emmys happen later in the year. Uh, in fact, we had our Emmys not that long ago. I guess it was like the end of the summer. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's Golden Globes. you got Oscars. you got Screen Actors Guild. you got Directors Guild. You've got, oh gosh, uh, there are a couple others that are more independent. Independent Spirit. Yep. Uh, anyway, award shows have just always been my favorite thing. Sort of, it's a little bit of the spectacle, like, ooh, who's wearing what? Oh, sure. you know, so-and-so, they came together kind of thing. It's going to be a little bit different. Obviously, there's pandemic stuff, social distancing. Don't even know if it's possible to hold anything live. The Emmys were 
uh, if you watched any of those, it was interesting because they just had small crews go to a bunch of different pods where nominees were, mm -hmm. you know, with either by themselves or with like a few of their like loved ones, like mm -hmm. hanging out in living rooms or small rooms with like a couple banquet tables type thing. I so it was all very remote yeah. and that, I don't know, it worked fine, but it was weird, but it, mm -hmm. everybody understood why it was happening. So not totally sure what's going on uh, with all the award shows this year, but it's not so much about the show itself. It's not even so much about who wins, but when I'm in this kind of like nestled in my cold apartment and it's still winter outside, what I do is I give myself permission to binge all of the like, what's up for a best picture? What mm -hmm. have I not seen? And so I watch everything. So I feel like I have just lots of context about, well, this is maybe what's going to win or this is mm -hmm. the favorite, but this is what my favorite is. Way more fun for me to watch it that way. Because there have been years where I just was like, I don't know, I fell off. I didn't go to the movies that much. Or mm -hmm. I've only seen like two of the seven nominees for sound design. And so I just have no opinion. It's just way more fun when you have an oh, opinion. Oh, it's so much more fun. Yeah, And it lets me watch a bunch of movies that are probably better than they are not good. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. And uh, Golden Globe nominees were released recently. Some of the, some of the stuff in it's movies and TV, Golden Globes, it's the Hollywood foreign press. If you're not familiar, you probably are, but there have been some interesting choices and a lot of stuff I haven't seen a lot. Yeah. In fact, the Golden Globes historically will drum up, I don't know, like a mini series where I'm like, I don't never even heard of that. And yeah. so it's fun for me to, to do a little deep dive and, and take my own notes. So I am looking forward to that. I need to get on that. Cause I, I mean, you know, we watch a lot of movies, obviously. Um, I don't watch as many TV shows these days, but, um, Nomad Land with, uh, Francis McDormand. I really want to see that. I'm not really sure when it is it going to be out for us? But yeah, I, I wonder how the award season's going to go this year. I, I, out of all the goddamn years, I was invited to the Oscars this year, and it's like great. I mean, it, it seems so unfair. Like I'm supposed to go to the Oscars. What do you mean you were invited but, to the Oscars? Well, one of my good friends works for the Academy Museum, and uh -huh. she goes to the Oscars, and so she, <laughs> she. Uh, invited me this year, last year, like way last year, you know, like I'm taking you next year and, you know, brought it back up a while, a while ago, but you know, I mean, there isn't really going to be much of anything. So I'm like, well, yeah, Shit. I mean, that's, that's, you probably know more than I do. I mean, is yeah. there a plan, you know, like taking you to the Oscars? What does that mean? Well, I mean, is I there don't, a, I is don't there, think it's going to happen amphitheater or no yeah. I don't think so that's the thing is like I'm hoping that she'll take a rain check so that I can go next year <laughs> um, when things open up but you know I don't know it's funny I, I feel like I've been in such a like retrospective movie period where I'm just like looking at watching old movies and just classics and stuff so I'm not really on top of like the pop culture right now it's weird it's kind of nice actually it's nice to kind of just like take a break but um, but I am definitely excited about some uh, some of these movies that I've heard some buzz about, especially that Frances McDormand. I love her. Yeah, I, I don't even know what movie you're talking about. So that'll definitely be on the list. Yeah. And then there's actually a few other ones. Gosh, there's um, there's a couple like smaller movies. I can't remember the name. One about like a cow. Um, and, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah so it's supposed to be really good. I can't I can't remember Th exactly. Thanks for the rat, Heather. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't really remember. There's a cow, I think. It's supposed to be really good. <laughs> there might be some milk or like something like that. <laughs> there was mooing and a, and, a, and a lawn. Yeah. And then um, I think that more of like some of the foreign films are on my radar. I'm, um, there's a couple foreign films that I want to see. But yes, let's, let's report back. Um, let's watch some stuff. Let's start a little award season movie club and we'll, we'll report back on what we're oh, watching. Let's do it. And by the way, this actually wasn't on any Glo Golden Globe list. And I'm bummed about it because I love the show so much. Heather, have you seen Pen15? No, I know what it is, but I've okay. not seen it. So Pen15, it's like, ha ha, like late speak, like if you're a kid for the word penis, yeah. ha ha. Mm -hmm. It's like one five instead of IS at the end. And it is on its second season. The first season, I think, was in 2019, a couple, couple mm -hmm. years ago. Second season just became available somewhat recently. It's a Hulu TV show. Mm -hmm. And it is... I. I mean, there's not really anything to spoil, but it's about two girls, like best friends. They're in seventh grade and you go like, oh, is it going to be like a kid show? It's very adult content in mm. some ways, but definitely framed around how kids are super awkward and how they think when they're like 12, 13 years old. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh my gosh. It's really funny. I mean, it's, it's cringy funny. But it's very mm. well done. I totally recommend it. And I hope they win an award maybe next year. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, I was just uh, thinking about uh, Mike Mills in our um, in our Discord. He was recommending this show called Kim's Convenience. And I looked oh, it I've up. I've never that. heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. People love it. I assumed it was like a family in a convenience store and like hilarity ensues. And I think I'm somewhat on the right track. But uh, yeah, I want to check that out. That sounds, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Mike Mills, a new patron who's, in, well, he's not a new patron, but he's a new Discord patron. He's a he, new Discorder. Because he upped his pledge. Thank Mike. Yeah, man. <laughs> so Heather, how's your week been? My week's been good. Kind of intense. I mean, lots, lots going on as usual. Um, I have been, I mean, it has been raining cats and dogs for like 10 days. It's kind of insane. My boyfriend's like really feeling a little tired of it, but it's been sunny the last few days. We've got like a week of sun and things are blooming and I'm, I'm going to get outside today and do some, some yard work. And, uh, I'm pretty pumped on that, but we are okay. And we are, um, enjoying our lives despite everything going on. But the other day I did receive a, a very heavy and wonderful package from a friend and it arrived via FedEx. Um, and this was the last rainy day of the 10 day spell. So like, everything was I just can't soggy. really express to you how muddy everything was. And our driveways, so we have two driveways that come down that are, have gravel on them, but like we do need to re-gravel them. It's definitely on my list. I never thought I'd have uh, a trip to the gravel factory on my to-do list, but I do. But uh, it's been really, really muddy. Uh, in fact, I've kind of slipped around when I when I kind of drive out and it's a little dangerous and we do have like our Airbnb guests, so we really need to, to fix it. But I feel a little bad because that day was a crazy torrential rain and I felt really bad for the FedEx guy because I mean, it was literally you step outside and you're soaked like right away. It was like really big raindrops, you know, and this poor guy. So I don't know if you heard this, but FedEx, I mean, you know, like uh, package delivery systems, whatever it is, FedEx, I don't know, DHL, UPS, they're so overwhelmed right now because of COVID because so many people are ordering online that they're like renting U-Haul trucks and vans to deliver things because they just don't have enough vehicles. 
And so this guy was in a U-Haul van, actually. And it it was a little confusing anyway. So he drops off this incredible gift that was actually from you, Sarah. (laughs) It was a huge, awesome surprise. And when I say huge, I mean very heavy and a very large uh, weighted blanket (laughs) that is seriously so decadent and amazing. Um, In fact, last night, I was feeling kind of down about my dad. I was laying on the couch and Elijah goes, hold on, I have something for you. He goes into the bedroom and I didn't know what he was doing. And he brought the weighted blanket and put it on me (laughs) so that I would just like relax. It was pretty great. For anybody who's like, who's like not like, what, what blanket? It's a, it's a, I'm not explaining this very well. (laughs) well, Yeah. I'll just explain really quick. It's a, it's a blanket that's designed to be really heavy. It's kind of Mm -hmm. the, I actually don't even really know what's in them, but it's like the, you're, it's almost sort it's of recycled a, material, a knotted kind of look. Yeah, and it, you know, I'm I'm sure your mileage will vary, but it's designed to kind of like help pressure points and help someone feel mm-hmm. kind of a little bit more relaxed and sort of safe and secure and like a little pod. Yep. And I've got a couple of friends who rave about their weighted blankets. And I was like, you know what? I would like to hug Heather right now. Can't really do that. So I'm going to give her a big old heavy blanket. And I'm so glad it's working out. And she kind of deterred me because she's like, I have something coming for, you know, Zig and Char, which are my kitties. And I was like, okay, like a cat toy. And then I get this huge box with this heavy, like I couldn't even pick it up. The poor FedEx guy, like I said, you know, (laughs) torrential rain. He was all muddy, drops this thing off. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I won today. I got this incredible, luxurious like gift. And this poor guy leaves my house and gets stuck in the mud. Oh dear. I'm not kidding. The oh guy dear. was stuck in the mud for two hours, revving his wheels oh and just it's churning and churning mud and churning. Flying while everywhere. I'm like uh, Yeah, you're yeah, like, well, mm, I'm like so curled cozy. up in this blanket. I'm like, I'm such a bitch. But uh but yeah, just really quick it's called Baraby, this blanket, and it's really wonderful. And I highly recommend I told all my friends about it. They're all really jealous, actually. And I didn't know that much about weighted blankets, and I, I've heard of them. But I did a bunch of research after that that came and I had some friends that were like, oh, I've always wanted one of those. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't even really know about it. Though when I went to the website, they looked familiar. And I think I have seen them like on Instagram or something. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and you can get different weights. Like there's like a 15 pounder, 20 pounder, and I think maybe a 25. I and think so, yeah. colors, and there's like the velvet one, which is what I got. And then there's like other materials, but it's quite wonderful. I mean, it really is kind of a game changer. So if anybody out there is needing a little extra cuddle and a little less anxiety, you should definitely check it out, Baraby. Um, this is not an ad, by the way. No, no, we just it just happened to be the one I chose. Long story short, I got the dopest gift. I won, and then the poor FedEx sap got stuck in the mud, and he lost. But you know what? The tables will yes. turn again, and there will be a time when he wins and I lose. But you know what I did? I he was out there for so long. I brought him a bar, like I brought him like one of those uh, cliff bars. I don't know. He was oh, pretty that's pumped. That's nice. Yeah, I have uh, haven't been stuck in the mud. I don't know if I've ever been stuck in the mud ever in a car. I mean, I'm not driving <laughs> U-Haul vans around all that often. But I did get my car. My my driveway is is paved, but it's on an incline, mm-hmm. and. No, oh, lucky you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> lucky me. Well, hmm, but it's it's there's it can be a little precarious in my the the driveway itself of where I live because I've got my little unit and then there's the big house and then there's a third house and the big mm-hmm. house and the third house kind of I always tell people like try to park 90 degrees kind of on that side just don't block me. As long as you don't block me, you you, drive, you know, park wherever you want. You can block each other, but just mm-hmm. don't block me. And really there's about 
if you got really creative, you can put five cars in the driveway. That's including mine. Well, people just mm-hmm. don't always listen or, I don't know, things are weird. And so there have been a couple times <laughs> where I have to back down out of the driveway. It can be done, but you mm-hmm. have to be really careful because there's sort of a curve. And on one side, there's mm-hmm. a fence. You don't want to hit the fence. And on the other side, there's kind of like a, it's like a cement wall, like a half wall. And then there's like palm trees and just shrubbery that's sort of on the other side of that wall. And then there's another fence and then there's another property on the other side. So you really got to stay within the lines. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there was one time where I was kind of in a hurry. Everybody was parked. You know, when I say everybody, it's like the Airbnb guests. They're parked all willy nilly. I could get out, but I could only, I could only go out backwards. And so I was like, eh. And I went over like the cement Mm -hmm. on the left-hand side and I was stuck. Oh shit. And I was like, oh fuck. Like, you know, and I'm revving and I'm like trying not to bother anybody because it's loud. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't want to be that person. And also I'm like, I'm really stuck. I had to call AAA. Oh shit. And here I am in the driveway thinking all someone has to do is like want to go to the store really quick and then they're stuck because I was still like taking up enough of the driveway that no one could get past me. I just had like one wheel over. And the AAA guy came and like got me out in like five seconds, so no big deal. But sometimes you're really in a jam. Yes, this is true. I I get it. And you know, being in a place in places like ours, you know, in the country, and it took me, you know, drove into town this morning to record the show, and it's quite a journey. It's like I I I can't really explain it. It's like I'm going down like dirt roads, and I'm getting on the freeway, and it's just like a whole thing. And visibility is pretty bad and but you know Sarah out of any place that I've never been I I could just like draw a plan of like your property because I've never been there but but we've talked so much about it in detail that I could literally just like draw a picture of it (laughs) well you know you are welcome anytime let's get those vaxes and you know then you can I'll have a sleepover totally hey I got a queen size bed I don't need the whole thing yeah it's good it's good stuff but yes overdue I mean I I've never been to where you live either I've I've seen lots of pictures I've heard about it but yeah I I only have a sort of my imagination version of what it looks like fun yeah yeah Yeah, you got to come up in the spring or the summer it's going to be it's gonna be gorgeous yeah we will work something out we will so I was we were uh, talking about our Discord fam uh, earlier in the show, and it's a great fam, by the way. If you great are fam. interested in chatting with us between shows, please do uh, at a certain patron tier. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you learn more about how to get into Discord. And it's just, it's just super fun. We're all a nice bunch of folks, and sometimes the stuff we talk about on Discord bleeds over into the show. Sometimes it doesn't. So it's yeah. just kind of a nice... Nice way to take you through the week uh, before you hear us again. But and it I goes had in waves. Asked, right. Yeah. yeah sometimes it goes in we're waves. All busy. Like sometimes sometimes it's kind of quiet. And then sometimes we're just like yakking up a storm. Exactly. Yeah. I had <laughs> asked everybody the other day because I had, I wasn't totally frustrated about it, but I was, I had on my mind the different styles of communication etiquette. And I'm really talking about, you know, technology based communication mm-hmm. etiquette. But uh, I don't know, just communication in general that, really bothers me because etiquette is not the same you know some people are like oh this is the way you politely start a conversation or this is how I would ping so and so 
and maybe it's different for that other person because we talk a different way. So I'm certainly not going to say, oh, the way that I do things is the right way to do things, but I still have my preferences. And sometimes I get so annoyed with other people for not having the same preferences as me. So <laughs> case in point, I have this friend um, I'm almost positive he will never listen to this, but I will try to stay vague. And I, I, just in case you do listen to this, friend, I won't mention you by name, but it, it, this is not, no one's right or wrong here. It's just me. But he, I will, we, sometimes like days will go by. In fact, the other day, we hadn't talked in a couple of weeks, and we usually talk more often than that. And I didn't think anything was wrong. It just had been a while, you know, and I was kind of like, eh, you know, he was maybe going to go out of town. I didn't know if that happened. And so I texted like, mm -hmm. yo, stranger, long time not talk. How are you? You know, something like that. And like a couple days went by and I and then I texted again like, hey, you OK? Like not worried, but everything cool and just nothing again. And what I realized a couple of days after that was he was seeing my text and then leaving me voicemails as like a, hey, I just was going to call. And that's fine, except that it's so rare that someone does that. And for some reason, I don't know, the notifications weren't coming through. I wear my wireless Bluetooth earbuds a lot when I'm like out and about listening to podcasts and stuff. And maybe mm -hmm. that's screwing up my sort of home screen, lock screen, iPhone notifications. I have no idea. But I also just don't like voicemails. In fact, if you call me, you will hear on my voicemail outgoing message, hi, if you'd really like to get a hold of me, hang up and send me a text. And you're one of the first people to do this, I'd like to say. You started, you had that voicemail for a long time. Oh yeah, I haven't changed in like over five years, if not more. Oh, Maybe longer 10. than that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not like, listen, if you need to leave me a voicemail, it occasionally that happens, right? Like if my doctor is calling to be like, everything looks good, it's like, probably not going to get a text. I'll just get a voicemail and I'm like, great. You know, yeah. <laughs> luckily I'm healthy. That did happen recently. But uh, in general, it's just sort of this box that there's like some stuff in there that are super old, but it should just sort of be blown out. There's nothing in there that's of any value to me. And so, and I was like, when we finally figured out the disconnect between our communication, I was like, why are you leaving me voicemails? You hear my outgoing. And he was like, I don't know. It just seems more like personalized and I was like I guess I mean it I'm happy to hear your voice I just wasn't checking that so okay whatever I just find the if I ping you you know and mm -hmm. ping used to be like this like oh my god ping what a dumb term but now I use it for everything if I'm trying to be like hey you good the text is the way to do it sure and then getting a voicemail back I'm like we're we're adding all this friction <laughs> it just like doesn't need to happen what if i don't see your thing what if i don't notice you know my little red notification uh you know upper right hand corner of the phone icon that there's like now three voicemails instead of the one from last year that i still haven't listened to it's just like why are you doing this you heard my directions man God, this is such a this is a topic that is always so uh topical i feel like um yeah i I definitely, I, I got another text last night that my voicemail is full. I keep getting those texts and I just deleted like a hundred voicemails from spam calls, mostly spam calls that leave stupid messages. And so I deleted them all and I'm like, I should be good. No, I'm full again because of more spam calls. It's like, 
I mean, where to even begin this conversation? There's just so many pet peeves I have. But, uh, but that is kind of funny. Why couldn't he just write you back and go, yo, I'm good. I'll call you this weekend or, um, right. Or like chat <laughs> because, because when he's calling me, <clears throat> excuse me, when he's calling me, he's hoping that I pick up. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's hoping it goes straight to voicemail, but probably <laughs> not. It's like, usually you're like, is this a good time? Mm -hmm. Because it often, for me, it's like, you know, I do live stuff midday, you know, I, I, yeah. we're doing a podcast right now. I can't answer the phone. It's like, it's there are times time. where I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> give me 90 minutes or, sure. you know, 5 p.m. would be great or whatever, mm -hmm. because it's like when someone's, it's more intrusive to have a phone call, even though you might really want to hear that person's voice all good. Mm -hmm. So anyway, there's voicemails that I just, I don't know. It's, we, we got over it. We're still friends. Everything's fine. But there's also folks who will, okay, so this is, I have very few people I will talk to on the phone regularly, but there are certain friends where I'm like, I'm happy to take the call. We can talk yeah. for up to an hour. It's fine. It's just, there are just a lot of people who are more texters and people who are more phone people and all good. Mm -hmm. But I will often there's some, the, the, maybe some sort of back and forth, or maybe you're on the phone and the person's like, oh, that's my mom calling. I gotta take this. Let me sure. call you back. Okay, great, fine. You know, I, I never bothers me. And then I'll get the phone call back sometimes after I've already gone to sleep where I'm like, mm -hmm. did you really want to like pick the conversation back up at 1030? Or I'm still awake and I see the phone ringing and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not. It's, it's, no, it, we've gone past the marker here. I don't mm -hmm. want to like, get into a phone conversation at this hour and i mean i'm not i'm not 85 years old but i'm also not a huge night owl like i don't want to talk out loud past 10 p.m to anybody mm -mm. even if they were sitting right next to me i'm kind of like i'm in sort of sleep zone at that point you yeah know, i'm winding down um and then <laughs> the last thing before i just get off my soapbox here about <laughs> just um communication styles that drive me nuts. Now this has a lot to do with dating because often when you're, you know, when you think, oh, I might want to hang out with this person and if it goes well, maybe we'll hang out again and again, you know, it, with the perhaps eventuality of us dating, right? You got to start somewhere mm -hmm. is you, you know, you want to meet them in person. Of course, quarantine time, everything's totally different. It's been a weird year, but usually that's kind of how it goes you know, maybe you talk for a little while, you know, back and forth, but you want to see that person and be like, okay, what's the vibe? And it is the person who says, let's call it 4 p.m. It's 4 p.m. on a Wednesday. And this person says, hey, you want to get a drink tonight? And I'm like, tonight? <laughs> what, like in like three hours? Or, hey, you know, I was uh, in your neighborhood. You're around? And I'm like, uh, none of your beeswax because I'd like a 24-hour heads up. And it's like, it's funny because I am actually, I'm even before we weren't, you know, the, our, the places that we could go have been extremely restricted and limited. Even mm -hmm. before that, I am happy to be a homebody a lot of the time. I yeah. like having plans. I like going places. I like doing sure. stuff. I like meeting people out and about. But... I need a heads up and yeah. it's, it has always like ground my gears just a little. I mean, I'm not going to get like mad at anybody, but, and this is not always dating, but this often happens where I'm like, Ooh, mm -hmm. yeah, you're that kind of like overly spontaneous kind of person. Or maybe you like 
had plans that fell through. And so you're asking me somewhat last minute. And the funny thing is, is that I have often said to people, oh yeah, you know, I just need like a little bit more heads up, you know, cause I'm doing work or I have plans and that's not even true. I'm literally mm-hmm. not doing anything, but it bothers me that it's like, oh, are you just free right this second? Let's <laughs> well, get a drink. Like it like, kind of like spikes anxiety a little. Cause you're like, well, wait, no, I have this idea in my mind of my quiet evening, but now you're kind of exactly. like throwing this like yeah, wrench, into a wrench into my plans. And I didn't really yeah. have any plans, but I wanted to lead up to, if I knew I was going <laughs> out tonight, I would have maybe set up my day a little bit differently. Sure. It, of course. It has nothing to do really with, I mean, if I'm busy, I'm busy. But I'm often Mm -hmm. not busy. I'm just like, I just didn't like the last minute nature of this whole thing. And so I'm going to say no. And if you'd like to do this tomorrow, that would be better for me. (laughs) And and sometimes that happens with, you know, it does, again, does not always have to be like romantically inclined hangout. Mm -hmm. But it's, I noticed that some people are just like that, where they're like, oh, Oh, I just got a wild hair. Want to join? And and yeah, the spontaneity thing is definitely depends on the moment because like I'm mostly like you Sarah um although there was a spontaneous thing that happened the other night and I was actually pretty cool uh rolling with the punches we uh my boyfriend's birthday was a few days ago and he all he wanted was to get a grass-fed burger from this local place um that's down the street and he just wanted to have a really casual evening um get his burger and like be at home and watch some movies and so we were like made the whole plan you know we went out for the day and then we came back and we went to the place and it just happened to be closed because they had one of the employees got COVID, and it's been open this like whole time because it's more of a takeout place um and it was just kind of threw a wrench into our plan but it ended up being for the better because i was like oh crap so we need to find a restaurant probably in the town that's 25 minutes drive um, you know, but nothing's really open, but there's like a couple places that have cool patios. We lucked out and it was one of those spontaneous things where I was like, this is way better than our original plan, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, and it forced my boyfriend out of this like hamburger cozy night thing. I kind of wanted to go out anyway. Um, but it was actually kind of like a pleasant, spontaneous surprise, you know? But most of the time I'm like you, Sarah, I'm like, eh. No. And then, and then what it does is it makes me feel like I made the wrong decision. And I'm like, should I have gone out? Man, I probably should have just taken the opportunity to go out. And then I start feeling bad about staying in. It's oh, the whole God. thing. This is not a thing I feel. I'm like, <laughs> screw you, last minute person. I'm sitting here still, you know? <laughs> I have won. There's maybe a rudeness to some of it sometimes. I'm not saying like your friend was rude at all, but like, yeah, like there's, God, we're just different, you know? Like not totally. everybody is like that. Yeah. I, it, I have also, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I was, I mean, listen, I'm in my forties now. So it's when I say like when I was 25, I mean, literally 20 years ago, but when I was a lot younger, it was like, you know, if you go to a bar and it's empty, right. Mm -hmm. You're like, Oh, it's not like, not that cool. Let's go somewhere else. That's more lively. Like you actually want that sort of frenetic crowded energy and those things, I mean, I don't know, some people love that, you know, to the day they, they die, but I have changed a lot. I mean, yeah. sitting alone on a Friday night used to mean like, does, does anyone like, like me? Love like, me? <laughs> is everyone else doing cool stuff? And like, yeah. I didn't get invited to things. I mean, I wasn't really worried about that, but I would have been because sure. you want plans. You know, you want to be like, yeah, I'm part of the, part of the fun. 
This mm-hmm. is all, you know, I'm not going to miss anything. You know, I'll have FOMO if I don't go. Totally not that person anymore. And You've really grown up, Sarah. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I just, I love a good relax. And oh, God, me too. I, I appreciate people wanting to hang out with me. But yeah, it's turned into something where I'm like, you know, I don't want to be so militant about my calendar. But I just, if you want to hang out with me, I want you to think just a little bit into the future and give me a little <laughs> time to get used to the idea. Thank you. Well, Sarah, I'm going to visit you in about approximately two months. So just clear your calendar. Perfect. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. If you're late, I'd like you to leave me a voicemail from the road letting me know. I won't hear the voicemail. I won't text you. I just want to piss you off. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny. I feel the same way about, you know, my nights in, you know, cooking, watching movies, like having a little dance party inside. I don't know, whatever I'm doing, drinking wine. I swear, it's like, I can't get enough of that. And I think that's the problem for me. It's like, I if I go do something and I'm out and I'm whatever, I'm missing out on this amazing little like bubble that I've created that is so fun and, you know, at home. And so it's like, I, I want more of that. I can't get enough of it. I don't really get sick of it. So anyway, but I have one, one more thing to throw into this communication mix. Um, yesterday... I got an email. I thought it was spam. And the subject line was, chance this is Heather from the gym? Double question mark. And then <laughs> the email in the body said, totally random, I know, but any chance that this is Heather from the gym from last February pre-COVID? Apologies if not, RG. And his name's like Robbie something, Greenberg or something. And I'm like, okay, hmm. It's not spam, probably not. But was I even at a gym last February? I can't even remember. Like I did go to Equinox a couple times in LA, but like, I don't remember meeting a guy. Maybe I did. I, it's like, I literally cannot remember. That was a year ago. And I just, I don't even know what to tell this guy. I'm like, maybe, I mean, I don't know. That's so funny. I I would write back and be like, I, I mean, possibly if you're just like thinking maybe that Frank was that other Heather's last name like it could mm-hmm. be a mistake or you could have yeah like had like a pleasant conversation and he's been fighting yeah. for you ever since I know and then maybe also it's like did he he goes it, it was one of those chance encounters you know you you used to have on Craigslist where it was like did I see you on the train at the 9 oh, a.m yeah, blah, blah, blah. it's like yeah misconnections thank you we, we've talked about this in a previous show way back when um but uh yeah i'll probably write him back i'm just sort of curious and then of course i googled his name and he's some like you know he could be that you know famous composer or whatever i don't know he has kind of a common name so <laughs> i will report the fam- back the famous composer <laughs> who's been looking for you all this time all his life <laughs> and finally it's like were you that person at the gym like all of this time like that's the email that you got and you're like, ah, maybe. <laughs> we found each other. Now what? Oh, so great. I love it. Life is hilarious. It is. So yeah, look, I guess a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how like being a proprietor is a lot like being a producer. So I'm not going to talk about that again. But I do want to mention an interesting aspect of my new gig is very much like I feel like a Nancy Drew. I don't know if you ever read those books oh, when yeah. you were a teenager. I loved and mm-hmm. I loved them. Yeah, they were amazing. I mean, anything, a lot of the, it wasn't just Nancy Drew. There were a lot of other kind of spinoffs of like these sort of devious and like clever 
young women who were cracking cases or solving problems. And I used to have this running joke with an ex-boyfriend. He used to call me Heather Graham Cracker. It was a silly inside joke, but it was like, because I kept like, he thought I was like this sort of scrappy detective about things because I would just solve problems and blah, blah, blah. It was just a stupid inside joke. But anyway, I've always felt like being a private detective would be a cool job. And I have really felt a bit like a Nancy Drew lately. I mean, I have to really take a lot of time. I would say like, you know, there's the producing aspect, the business stuff, of course, you know, I'm doing that. That's not like totally like out of the realm of normalcy. But this this stuff where I have to dig through files, really like scratch my head and like figure out and put these pieces together to figure out what my dad was thinking. Mm -hmm. Where is that meter at that building? It's like the wrong address. Like what, you know, like stuff that's actually kind of weirdly fun, but also kind of head scratchy and annoying where I'm like, I'm like, shit, I don't. It's like a little detective work happening. It's totally detective work. I'm telling you, like, I'm I'm just like in his office with like a, you know, pen in my ear and I'm going through these files, like trying to figure out what his like strategy was or like how, why did he organize things in this way? I'll make some headway and I'll figure something out and I'll be like, yes, now I understand. I understand what he was thinking. And all of his spreadsheets have like short form, you know, like he, he put like E instead of like a fully written out thing, like for Mm -hmm. one of our properties or like just like a nickname. He was really into like nicknames and just, and so I kind of understand a lot of it now, but I did have to like kind of crack some codes. And also it's sort of funny, like I've always been like a two key lifestyle gal. Like I've always just had two keys. I mean, really like- Oh, like house house. and car type thing. Yeah, house and car, that's it. You know, cute keychain maybe, but like two keys, never really had a lot of keys. I have like 14 keys now and I have 18 codes to sheds and machine rooms. And I have, we have five houses on the property, I have keys to all those. Uh, you know, we have 15 buildings that have offices and separate apartments and retail space. I mean, there's keys for everything. I have keys to ba- different bathrooms in different buildings. I mean, I'm going to become that person that has like that belt, but belt, you know, with like a utility thing hanging off of it. <laughs> All these keys on me walking around, my keys just like making noise. And anyway, it's it's very interesting. And I actually, in some ways, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot because I do like the mystery part of it. Well. I'm happy for you. It sounds like you have more keys than I do, but I, I too have always been a, I mean, I've always had more than two keys because it's like my mom's house, you know, that's always sure. on my keychain, you know, even if yeah. I wasn't going there all that often. But, but yes, the smaller the, the keys that have to go into a smallish purse type thing, the better. Uh, and that's still more or less the case for mm-hmm. the keychain that I use on a daily basis, but uh, managing a property here as well. In fact, recently my landlord, there are like there's like front door key laundry room key other house key mm-hmm. key to the tool shed yeah. um there's like a clicky thing for like one gate clicky thing for a different gate one <laughs> of the gates thing. has like been broken for like a year so it's like i and i have a big box it's in my house just because i'm the one who's here all the time it's better mm-hmm. that i have it in my house than you know it gets like buried somewhere in the main house and guests mm-hmm. like i don't know rummage through keys and mess things up but it's like it's like a huge joe malone box 
uh, I, don't, I don't know why it's Joe Malone box. Something else was in there, a candle or something at one point. And it's just like a mess of keys. Some of mm -hmm. them are labeled from the previous owners. Mm -hmm. Some of them are not. And like we got to the point where there's a in one of the houses, there's a somewhat big hall closet where there's just a bunch of stuff in there. There's like a rug, mm -hmm. lots of like extra sheets, like stuff that you would want to be able to access here and there. And we just call it like the owner's closet. So when a guest is staying in this particular house, they, you know, it's just locked for them, but we couldn't find the key. And I mean, <laughs> I must have 35 keys in my Joe Malone box <laughs> up on top of my fridge. And we went through all of them and we're like, okay, th this used to open. We've all like mm -hmm. opened this closet before. I remember like physically, I like put a bunch of tools in there once just to get them out of the way. <laughs> it has been open, but mm -hmm. no one can figure out where the key is, including me. And so my landlord just went around and like on the tool shed, on that closet and a couple other places, he just ripped out the whole thing and put in, you know, codes. Yeah. Like, so you just, it's like type yep. in, you know, uh, you know, whatever the code is, 1976. That's none of our codes, by the way. It's just the year <laughs> I was born. And then, you know, and now you open it. All you have to do is, you know, remember the code. If you forget, I don't but know, write it down or ask codes. me. Oh my yeah. God. So that has been a huge godsend. Cause I'm like, even with guests, you're like, mm -hmm. you know, there's the house is old enough so that there are certain, um, like for example, the the front door, if you were to like go in, in the formal front door that's, you know, on this big porch, mm -hmm. it's a super old door. Like you can't actually like rip that apart and put a code thing on the doorknob. It just doesn't work mm -hmm. that way. Uh, so I always just tell people, I mean, totally go in and out that door if you want, but try to go in and out the codes. Because yeah. if you lose the key to that front door, then we're all kind of in a world of hurt and I got to get a locksmith out here and you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just way easier to have the fewer keys to drop somewhere, the better. I agree because I've lost my keys twice um, in the last two weeks and it actually was pretty problematic. I got locked out of the house. I got locked out of my car or I couldn't drive my car because I left my key at, at, at home. I had to be picked up. Right. And I'm not usually this like spacey and I know there's a lot going on, but the keys and the codes and the keys and the codes, I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> I have never, I, I have so many keys on my keychain that I have to like, you know, shuffle through them. I'm like, is that the key for this door? Was it this office? Ah, and uh, we have a machine room at uh, one of our buildings. This is where my office is. So I've got like three office keys. Um, and then this machine room that is an old phone number of my dad's. He uses like that, those, those numbers. And it's, it's just part of the Nancy Drew thing, I feel like, cause I'm like, I got these codes, I'm getting into these different rooms and, you know, and I, and I leave payroll in there in a, in a manila envelope. This is where my workmen like to pick up their checks. Mm. So every week at a certain time, I may, I make sure to put his envelope in the machine room. I'm not going to give you the code, <laughs> but, uh, I kind of hide it behind like the vent thing. You know, we have like a certain spot and, and it's just, it, it feels kind of fun and like we're, we're playing a little game or something. And I think that my dad really enjoyed that. He liked that things were kind of, he did things in ways that he enjoyed. And so I'm going to keep those traditions going as much as they're not super digital, but I'm, I think it's actually kind of fun. Sweet. All right. Well, let's, I was about to, I was about to say, let's move on to some housekeeping, but it's so not housekeeping. I mean, unless you no. like really like vacuuming <laughs> or dusting or other things that I don't really like, but I do not. we have some fun, good news. Again, as I mentioned earlier in the show, if you are not a patron, 
please consider becoming a patron. Not mandatory. You can get the show for free anytime you like. But if you join as a patron at patreon.com slash have such a good day for as little as $1 a month. $1 per month. That's a quarter. 25 cents per show. We have... Lots of extra goodies for you, including hanging out in our Discord. That's at the $10 level. The $5 level, we've got some stuff. $1 level, you just become a patron. You get an ad-free show. Some people don't like ads. If you are one of those people, please consider joining. We have some good news. We've been talking about this for a few weeks now because we were inching up to 100 patrons. Now, we know some shows have like a million patrons. Well, maybe not a million, but there are a lot of uh, Patreon campaigns and creative folks on the Patreon network who have a, a variety of success. Now, our success is slow but sure, you know, slow and steady wins the race. And 100 is our very first milestone. We've been very excited to get to that point and we are officially over it. And we're so happy about it. And we've sort of made a big deal about like, who's going to be our 100th patron? just so happens a few of you probably had the same idea of like you know what i think it's time i'd like to be the 100th patron mm-hmm. and we got a few over the last week in a relatively short amount of time to each other so just because we want to celebrate everybody who's our patron by the way everybody wins here but adam clark cat messer smith and james tisdale are all technically and in our hearts our 100th patron oh this is Woo-hoo! so exciting i love it i love it i just want to I don't know. I want to throw a party. Totally. Hey, a hundred, a hundred patrons is we're super stoked and we're going to grow to 200. So that's our next milestone, everybody. I love it. I love it. And we're going to get there faster than we got to a hundred. I think because we were over a hundred at one point and then we took a pause and then, you know, and then COVID happened and everybody's lives just went into turmoil. So getting up to 200 is going to be a bit easier. I think, um, I do want to mention that Discorders you're only at a $5 tier now. We used to be $10 for joining Discord, but now we're at the $5, so. Oh yeah, thanks for correcting that me. That changed, was dumb. I yeah. guess last year, no worries. I mean, it's, it's an easy thing to forget. But $5 uh, is all you gotta pay for a month to get into the Discord and and chat with us uh, pretty much all the time if you want. But if there's anything else you guys wanna see from us, please let us know at hyatthavesuchagoodday.com because we're really open to doing more things for you guys to uh, encourage you to join our community. We've got a few emails. Uh, We'll run through these quickly as we wrap up the show. Adam, who's one of our new patrons, uh, says, Kia Ora, or greetings, Heather and Sarah from, I'm going to say Dunedin, maybe it's Dunedin, New Zealand, Mm -hmm. says way down south. Thanks, heaps. I've been meaning to join for much too long. First of all, thank you, Adam. Also, uh, Kia Ora, new to me, cool. And I always know if someone's from Australia or New Zealand when they say heaps. Oh, yeah, totally. Thanks a lot. Thanks, heaps. I love it. It's just it. one of those things. I do have a friend who was born and raised in Hawaii, and he also says heaps. Mm. So who knows? Maybe it's a Pacific Ocean thing. Yeah, I might have uh, to but, uh, bring, that, yeah, bring that back. Very cool. <clears throat> because there's a, a real correlation between where I'm at in Northern California and Hawaii. There's a lot of people that go back and forth. It's it's interesting. Well, I mean, it kind of makes hmm. sense geographically, but um, heaps. I love it. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. heaps, Adam. We're stoked we yeah, have you. Yeah, thanks heaps, Adam. I love that we have an international crew, too. It's very cool. I, I would love to go visit New Zealand. Me too, yeah. And we got uh, a note from Jude S. And this is... 
This is about, Sarah, what you were talking about um, last week about loaning uh, money to friends or family. The lesson here is never co-sign a contract or loan money to friends or family. The key to loaning money to someone is to know you are never getting that money back. If you can't afford it, better you don't get involved. Very good advice, Jude. Definitely advice I will be taking going forward. And yeah, that's... It's funny, I, this was in last week's episode, so if you missed it, I don't know, you can go back and listen to my, my story of woe. But yeah, I had loaned somebody <laughs> a fairly big chunk of money, and I really didn't think I was never going to get it back, or I wouldn't have loaned it, you know? I am not the kind of person who's mm-hmm. just got money to spare, and I have not gotten it back. And I, I've even been told, you know, this is we're years into this whole debacle by now, you know, so I've kind of come to terms with, well, now I'm not getting it back. Mm -hmm. But I definitely thought I would at the beginning. And I had kind of gotten frustrated somewhere in the middle between now and back then. And a different friend of mine who heard the story looked at me and was like, you're not going to get that money back, Sarah. And at the time, I was somewhat annoyed because I'm like, well, that's like a knock on the person who I loaned the money to, you know, saying that they're not trustworthy and also a knock on me saying I did something stupid. So it was advice I didn't want to hear at the time, Sure, but it was true. And (laughs) live and learn, live and learn. You live and you learn. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We also got a note from, this is my cousin. So her, her note is silly. She's being silly on purpose, but hi, Molly, my cousin Molly. Hi, Molly. uh, Yeah, Heather knows Molly as well. She says, hi, Sarah, I'm related to you on your dad's side, my mom's side. Yes, Molly, I'm aware of that. She said, because we were talking about uh, our roots, DNA tests, and, you know, figuring out, you know, if there's there's something in our genetics that we weren't aware of. She said, I thought our side was totally Irish as well, because... That she's on my dad's side, but she did my heritage, sort of like 23andMe, but a different company. She said my heritage result results showed only 12% Irish Scottish, 57% Scandinavian, 31% North and West European. Molly says, do what your mom wants you to do and get the darn <laughs> DNA test so you can tell me if my results are whack or not. And yes, Molly, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> I I've spent my entire life being like, hey, I'm not 100% Irish, but I'm mostly Irish. I almost don't want to know if that's not true because it will change exactly nothing about me. I've only been to Ireland once in my entire life, but I just, that's what I've always said. You don't want to burst your bubble, you know, I just just stay in your cozy little bubble. Right. I'm like, can I handle a surprise at this point? (laughs) I don't know if I can, but yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it after I pay my taxes off. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, a big trips uh, for all of us when we pay our taxes and when we all get vaccines. It's going to oh be Oh my gosh, I know. All the things to do. And I got a note in the mail. Speaking of mail, uh, <laughs> my mail, I don't know, man. I mean, I got, I literally got a holiday card two days ago from somebody who sent me a holiday card <laughs> at the beginning of December. And you and got I, my birthday I, card like two months late or a month yeah, late or whatever it was. Yeah, but then, and then I mentioned my, something from the IRS, which required a signature, which I don't even know why it did, but it was like, it was at the post office. And the only reason I even know that is because I was sending something else like priority Mm -hmm. express. So I went into the post office, just like, eh, this is probably safer than, you know, putting the flag up on my mailbox at home. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, the woman was like, hold on a second. I think there's something for you here. And I was like, there is like post office. Oh God. And it, it was like, it was just like a letter from the IRS and it's just, I don't know, it's just 
it was something that I'm like, not really sure why this required a signature because I get other stuff from the IRS periodically about, you know, here's a refund or here's what you owe or whatever, you know, this payment plan stuff I'm involved with. It's a whole mess. But I'm like, what? Like how, I mean, what if I just never came into the post office? I just never would have gotten this and then I would have been like ignoring the feds. Oh my God. Maybe that would have, would have been better. <laughs> yeah, It's like right. ignorance is bliss, isn't it? Yeah. Well, luck <laughs> luckily I have no equity. <laughs> I'm like, you, you could take like my computer, I guess. That would suck. But I don't really or have- Or your sweatsuits, your glamorous sweatsuits. Right, it's like, if you're going to seize my property, like, okay, like, don't take my dog, but I mean, you can kind of have everything else. Hey, simple I'm is be better. I'm being dramatic. It's it's not that bad. I just, I don't know. Money's the pits. It really is. And uh, God, I mean, I have three uh, PO boxes now. Three, three keys to boxes for <laughs> yeah. mail. And I know I need to condense that. But that's the thing is like simple is better. Like I, you know, as much as I, I love the business my dad created, it's, it's, there's a lot going on. It's complicated. So it's like, it's made my life more complicated. And I kind of miss the simplicity of not having assets, but it, it's good and bad. And of course, it's wonderful to have assets and it'll be good long term. But anyway, I ramble and I prattle. So I think we, well, we need to pay hey, a fork this in this is what baby. we do, everybody. If you, if you enjoy the show, hopefully you enjoy our rambling because we're so good at that. But yeah. let's all spoil ourselves. <laughs> rambling because we got to do this again next week which we sure will do. yeah so for now we hope you had such a good time with us and you have such a good day and extend that into such a good week do some stretches you know, <laughs> see if you can touch your toes do some deep breathing drink do some, some deep tea. breathing maybe maybe jump some rope drink some tea and uh and, and we'll be back here and smell uh, the roses don't week. forget to do that yeah if you have any blooming yeah otherwise just i don't know use your imagination all right, uh, until next time, I will remain Sarah. And I will always be Heather. Have such, such a good day. A good day. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.